1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio every single weeknight at 7 p.m. That's on their Nothing But Net channel. Check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel for all of our other NBA programming. You can find Full Court Press there, Feel the Heat, and our other shows. You can also catch us on Floors Yours there once a week. That's the regular crew me, Greg, Alex, and sometimes a special guest. Also check out FiveReasonSports.com. Our guy, Brady Hawk is doing the absolute best breakdowns on Miami heat players. He's even doing them when they play for Nigeria. So make sure that you check that out. No paywall on that site. We do not try to hit you up for two 99 a month. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. We've been telling you about this one for a while, but we've got an even better promotion for you. Okay. So here's what you do therapistpreferred.com. This is a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapists to maximize performance and recovery for active people. No fail drug tests, 100% THC free, third party lab verified, all the products made in the US with cutting edge technology. They've got the gummies, but here's what we're telling you to go do there. They're celebrating their second birthday. So use this promo code B Day sale. That's B D A Y S A L E. And you'll get 30% off all products through 718. That's right. 30% off all products. I might take advantage of that when I'm off this podcast. Therapistpreferred.com backslash products is the best way to actually get directly there and get the sports cream, the wellness capsules, and the tincture. Again, this is for recovery. It helps me with sleep as well. So go to therapistpreferred.com. You can use the backslash products or you want, if you want, or you can find it and type in B day sale for 30% off. And now, tonight's episode.
2: One, two, three, four, five. From the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back here on Five on the Floor. I've got Greg Sylvander, I've got Alex Toledo, and the floor plan here is we're basically going to throw everybody out on the floor today. Uh, We are going to take a look at some of the front court players, most of them forwards, that could slip through the cracks here in free agency and be attractive to the Miami Heat in some capacity, perhaps for part of the mid-level, perhaps for all of the mid-level. So these are not necessarily trade targets. These are free agent options. Some of these we've sort of debated on Twitter already, but some of these names we have not talked about much. Here are the names we're going to talk about today. And then we're going to sort of blitz through these. We've got Jeff Green. We've got Blake Griffin. We've got Jamichael Green. uh, We've got uh, Montrezl Harrell. We've got Serge Ibaka, who they looked at last year. If he opts out, we've got Bobby Portis, who has been, you know, a subject of conversation. Like I said on Twitter, still playing in the finals. We've got PJ Tucker. No, I would not give up a first round pick this time. We've got Markeith Morris. We've got Nick Batum. And we've got Rudy Gay. There's like 10 guys there. We're all going to pick a favorite. But before we do that, Greg, what would be the parameters for most of these guys? I know know it's not the same scenario for all of them, but are there players here that look to you like they could be full mid level players?
3: There's a couple that I think are going to get close. I think that uh, the way Blake found his, his role in Brooklyn will probably lend itself to him Getting those kind of offers. I don't know if he'll, you know, set those aside and stay in Brooklyn. Same for Jeff Green. Jeff Green really played well. Um, and then you look at just all the other guys you mentioned, Portis on the final stage getting minutes. I just feel like that that's a, a potential reach a team could make. Ibaka and Harrell were mid level free agents last year. So there's no reason why they wouldn't be this year. Jamichael Green kind of has the profile of a player that could maybe play up to that. Um, P.J. Tucker uh, probably gets close to somewhere within range of a, maybe a mid-level contract. Markeef Morris, a little less so. Batum, a little less so. And Rudy Gay's had a love affair with Miami for a long time. Uh, and he feels like a mid-level free agent. So although this batch of guys is not really the most attractive batch of names per se I would say that this is probably an off season and Adam our, our buddy uh, who's jumped on the podcast recently you know mentioned how they may need to overpay to get one of these guys to really commit and uh, see if they can play up uh, as a four next to BAM that might be what this crop ends up being
1: yeah Alex I mean most of these guys are in their 30s um, Jeff Green has bounced around a lot uh, Blake obviously um, Ibaka PJ. Uh, I don't know if Markeith is there. He's close. Uh, Nick Batum, Rudy Gay. So th- there's a lot of vets who kind of fit the, we're going to plug a player into the four and just see how this works. Uh, you know, obviously they, they, they worked with Crowder. Uh, it didn't work with Harkless. It worked to a degree with the Uh, But then there's some younger ones here. I mean, Montrez Harold was six man of the year. He um, seems to spend his entire season with the Lakers complaining Bobby Portis uh, is a younger player um, than some of the other ones. Um, and who else am I missing? Jamichael Green, another one who's a bit younger than some of the others. Does it matter to you in terms of the uh, sort of the age of the player that they go after or the type of the player that they go after uh, to pair with Bam?
2: Uh, it matters, but I'm like I have said in other shows, I just think there's a lot of options out there. And like obviously we've gone through some of them already. I just think a lot of these guys, for different reasons, and we're going to go through them, would work. I just think the Heat are in a position now where they can't, they can't really be picky about the types of guys that are out there to pair next to Bam. Like, we've seen uh, Crowder obviously have success with it. We saw Ariza have success with, success with it before the Buck series. Uh, I just think they, they basically have to find the best way to mix it all up. I, I'm not necessarily worried about the age. I just think a win-now team, find the best mix of group of guys who – you know, like I think a lot of times we, we talk about this team needs a little bit more uh, not only size, but physica- physicality and toughness. A lot of these guys, I think, would help in those aspects. So just, you know, for different reasons, I think they can't really be picky. Right. Just uh, kind of get whichever one you like the best.
1: I mean, I would say they can be picky. Right. Like, I mean, uh, we've mentioned
3: they better be.
1: Well, right. I mean, cause, cause I mean, there are well, a I'm lot of saying names. We know those guys
2: aren't going to be the, the priorities in the offseason. So if these are guys that are going to be looked at as, you know, after they look at guys like Kyle Lowry and other high, high level stuff, then who knows how many of them are still going to be available. Who knows how many of them are already spoken for with some of their respective teams already. So I'm sure. just saying like, who know? like, I don't know how many are actually going to be there for the heat.
1: Let's go through some of the names here. Uh, we will blitz through them quickly. And then on the back end of this, maybe talk about who we like the best. Uh, as a fit, uh, let's do these 30 seconds or less, guys. As a fit, Alex, Jeff Green with the Heat.
2: Jeff Green is a good fit. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of the idea. He just finished his first season shooting over 40% from three. We know that's going to have a, a lot to do with Duran and Kyrie and Harden creating easy look after easy look, but he just fits that three and D role. I know you talk about how you, know, you wanted the Heat to sign him years ago instead of mm. Uh, re-signing James Johnson, I would have been against it at that time. Jeff Green is just a solid role player to have if you're on a, a winning team, right? He's not going to be the guy that changes everything for you. I think he'll be a nice fit. Uh, he's one of the better shooters available, uh, knows his role, and can give you a little bit more on some games.
1: He's played pretty well in pretty much every spot but one. He, he was a disaster in Utah from what I remember, but everywhere else he's played well. But sometimes that happens to these guys. Jay Crowder was a terrible fit with Cleveland. Uh, but he was been a good fit everywhere else. Uh, Blake Griffin, Greg,
3: I kind of like Griffin for, so this is the funny thing about this. Jeff green, I really love as an option, but like, frankly, I just don't think he rebounds well enough to like fill the need here. And this is where I'm interested to see what Miami does with this mid-level exception. Cause I think that this is kind of a mid-level exception conversation, essentially. Um, Are they going to prioritize size or are they going to prioritize rebounding specifically? Because that's obviously something that's really hindered them. And when I look at Jeff green uh, I struggle with that rebound number and he's just never been a career rebound guy. So like from a fit perspective, I love the shooting, don't really love the rebounding. Blake Griffin, I like the rebounding a lot better. Uh our friend Chef Trilly, you know, mentioned that he was a, you know, 39% three-point shooter in the playoffs, which is a small sample size. So like I like that idea better, but truthfully, I I just don't see Blake Griffin necessarily leaving what's going on in Brooklyn. I feel like Brooklyn probably left this season feeling like they can all come back and they would have been in the finals this year had everything uh, been had everyone been healthy. So I don't expect uh, Griffin to leave Brooklyn. So that's why I'm not necessarily so enthused with that option.
1: All right. Jermichael green. um, I will tell you on this list, he is one of my three or four favorites, Alex. Uh, But what do you think?
2: Well, you know me, this is somebody who I've been speaking for. I've just kind of thrown his name around the, the past few times. We've talked about front court options, I think. And he's somebody towing that line of being a four or five, somebody who could play up a little bit. Because I do agree with Leif That's something that maybe towards the beginning of the season, I would have been good with just two lengthy fours instead of, you know, a little bit more size. Whereas now, after seeing the way they went down to the Bucks and the way that the Bucks are actually giving the Suns some trouble now with their own size, And, you know, the Lakers won a title before. I'm not going to say they won with size. I just think it definitely does matter for a team whose biggest player is Bam Adebayo, right? It's not like they have a whole lot of size in the backcourt either, which hopefully they're going to address this summer. So I just think the physicality stuff matters to me more than it did before. And I think Blake and Jamichael Green both kind of fit into those types of guys there just because they can play up a position. They can guard guys who are stronger and bigger. And I think they need some of that. Jermichael Green is a better shooter. Maybe Blake is better with the ball in his hands. I like both of those options. Jermichael Green is definitely one of my favorite ones there.
1: Let's put these two guys together because the Clippers brought in Serge Ibaka, Greg, essentially to replace Montres Harrell. Um, and it didn't really work out for either the Lakers or the Clippers. Ibaka couldn't stay healthy. And Harold just wasn't, I mean, Harold kept getting pushed out by whether it was first Gasol and then Drummond. Uh, either of these guys make sense to you if, again, Abaka has to opt out.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a big, if to me, I feel like, you know, that injury and also he felt like he was pretty, at least he vocalized that he was very committed to that Clippers situation and, you know, leaving Toronto really had to be a scenario he was interested in staying in. So I don't know that it's a, a, a sure shot that he would opt out. Um, I don't like any player that we're going to have to invest in that is coming off that injury. I just don't think that you can afford to get a guy like that into your program, and then he have injury issues all year. So durability matters here. Um, Montrez Harrell, it's interesting because, like, if they are going to determine, Alex just mentioned this moments ago, that if Bam Adebayo is your biggest player, that could be an issue. Like, if they're going to just straight up, address the size component of the roster montrez harrell is one of my favorite guys because he's really productive in what he does you know what you're getting from him the issues is that obviously he can't play next to bam and if precious is ever going to become a contributor it looks really weird that you picked him and then you're also investing a mid-level exception in a player like Harrell, but i do think of everyone on this list he's the guy that could give you the most and i would also think that in the event that they uh went in that direction he may require the full three years
1: he might um i mean Abaka's has always been a favorite of mine he's always been a favorite of the heat i again it's just a health issue with him um harold it's me the idea of montrez Harrell is better than the reality of montrez harold I, I just point. He, he doesn't do the other things well enough. Now, maybe you can get away with that because Bam does all of this, those things. But I kind of want somebody who's going to take some of that burden off of Bam. I don't feel like Montres Harold to me, is about getting his numbers, is about getting his points. I I like I Jermichael I, Green better, to Alex's point. <laughs> yeah, I like Jermichael Green better. I do. All right. <laughs> we got five more to get to, including the one who I think is the most controversial among us. So we'll do that here in a second and then we're each going to pick one but before we do i want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network trade shows are back but maybe your entire staff is not back right so you need someone to do the entire thing for you they can do that they'll do the full booth build they do the design they're a one-stop shop for trade, sh- trade shows logistics booth graphics furniture flooring even some tips to get you noticed Teach you the difference between renting and buying. They're based right here in South. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. For no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H E L slash Miami Heat. florida in fort lauderdale but they can service all 50 states so schedule a free consultation you mentioned five reasons you'll also get a free booth rendering they'll show you exactly how it's going to look you don't have to pay for it then you can decide here is the website everythingtradeshows.com. shows.com that's everythingtradeshows.com. and the phone number 954-791-8882 that's 954-791-8882 everythingtradeshows.com. And again, when you reach out to them, mention five reasons. All right. We've got five more players to get to on the other side. Um, Let's do it first. Uh, There is a debate and we have a string. Uh, Unlike the guys from three yards per carry in our network, we've not given people Patreon access to it yet. I think that's probably a horrible idea because all the aggregators would take everything we text back to each other, e- back and forth to each other, completely out of context. Um, but one of the players that we've debated between the four of us and the fourth on that string is Adam Barai, who you know is Clutch, is Bobby Portis. Um, two of us don't love this idea, Alex and I. Adam loves the idea, loves it. Greg, I feel like you're a little bit on the fence but a little closer to Adam on this. Yeah. Let's- so I
3: I acknowledge I could I acknowledge that it could totally go really bad and it could be like a complete fall flat on your face type of signing. But I also think that there's upside in Bobby Portis that maybe some of these other guys, there is not that upside based on his age. Um, and I know that that sounds a little ridiculous when you're talking about basically a lifelong veteran that's essentially just like a scoring front court player wherever he's been. But still, at his age, if he gets in this program, like you never know if all of a sudden some defensive stuff can click in ways that, yeah, he's met, never going to be a great defender, high IQ defender. But if he can just be in the right spot every once in a while, it can mask some of his other deficiencies and the rebounding is proven. Uh, he can get buckets, which I know at times, uh, you know, Miami uh, struggled to do, you know, so I, I don't know. I'm open-minded to it in ways that I think both of you are not, but I, it's not the slam dunk that, that I think Adam necessarily has uh, painted it in our texturing. string. Alex, you don't like it. Why?
2: Yeah, I've definitely not been quiet about the fact that I'm not a fan of Portis uh, and his game specifically. Like, I, un- I understand he's had moments here where he's like, okay, he's looked better than he has in the past. I just don't buy him being uh, really a plus player. I think he's benefited from playing next to Giannis and the guys that are on that team. And they just look like right now, the, the Zach Lowe basically put it best. That the the bar is that he's better than Bryn Forbes on defense. And they kind of chosen to play Jeff Teague and Bryn, and, I'm sorry, Jeff Teague and, and Bobby Portis. And it's like, yeah, he's out there, but are they actually better with it? I don't know. Like, I'm not really a fan of Bobby. I think he, his whole thing is like, okay, he's an offensive big, but he only takes two threes a game, and, and you would want him to be a spacer. I don't really trust him to 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 get his own bucket like that consistently. I don't trust him to be a good defender. Or, you know, the only thing that, that you could throw out there that, that I think is fair is the rebounding. And I think Leif has brought that point up. I, I think that part by itself is fair. I just don't know that I want to throw the mid level at him. I I don't think he's proven it enough to me. Whereas like a lot of these other guys have been doing what they've been doing for so long, and maybe that upside stuff, maybe there's there's a point to that there. I just for the type of resources that are limited that the Heat have, I would like for them to go for like a two way vet type, and I don't think Bobby is that guy.
1: Here's the best tweet that I saw in this back, to, and I know I forgot who tweeted it at me. I, so I like. Yeah, okay. I like Bobby Portis um, in terms of what he offers offensively, and we've obviously seen what he's done against the Heat over the years, which I think skews this a little bit because he has been like elite at times against the Heat. But some of these other names we're talking about, and we're going to get to here before we close, I can see our exposure playing at the end of
3: games, and and someone t- like you said, we we got this tweet. I I got it for you. It's uh, Bam underscore adobo bio hopefully i'm doing that right okay he says portis doesn't play like a guy spo would trust in key moments if this was just for a bench role sure but if it's for the starting four spot and who will close out games they'll choose someone like gay or batum over him all day
1: exactly and we're going to get to those two guys and and i that's my issue I don't think Spolster would play him in those situations, and from his history, I don't think Bobby Portis would be thrilled with the idea he's not playing in those situations, and therefore, I could see the whole thing completely blowing up on them.
2: Um, I, I, to me, other thing is at least yep. like Montrez Harrell. I, I know I didn't say anything on him. He's one that like would have been at the maybe the bottom of my list. At least I know what he's good at, right? I think that's right. kind of what makes me a little bit uncomfortable with with Portis. Is like, okay, I know the different ways that. Montrez can give you 12 off the bench or whatever it is, however you you want to use them, but it would be the same thing. Like, I I don't, I'm not sure about his defensive rebounding. I don't know that you could play him next to bam at the end of a game. And I think those same kind of things apply to Bobby.
1: Yeah, this is why I I, I would be in on the idea for half the mid level. I'm not in on the same. Right. And I'm not in on, I'm not in on the ideal for the entire mid level. And I think somebody is going to give Bobby Portis the entire mid level. So that's why that tweet
3: was the conversation ender for me. I'm out.
1: Yep, we're out. Sorry, Adam. Go somewhere else. All right, we got four left. Let's blitz through these. PJ Tucker. I know everybody gets on me about setup. We give up a first round pick for him. Look, I was at a Heat game watching Mo Harkless. Okay. So that's kind of what led How could to you that. blame us. Right. Exactly. But I will say this PJ Tucker has done the things during this postseason run that make him attractive as a vet piece. Yeah. So be- before we get to Markeef, who's another of these ones. P.J. Tucker, Nick Batum, and Rudy Gay, put
3: them in order for you, Greg. P.J. Tucker won and way out in front one for me. And then Rudy Gay and Batum would come in last. And that's because if you look at all these guys, there's the, there's one player who can play next to Bam, um, at least you know to some degree, and he can rebound above his height and above his position. And so he provides that. So those are two things that he's able to do, and he can close games. He feels like a guy Svolstra would trust closing games. So to me, PJ Tucker's the slam dunk here. Um, Batum, no thank you. And Rudy Gay, they've always loved. But again, like if you're going to prioritize a big and you need to fix this rebounding thing, or, or is Rudy Gay the guy that we're signing here? I don't think so. But Alex,
1: both Batum and Rudy Gay are more natural scorers than PJ. This is a team that struggles to score.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think this is a tough exercise to go through, but uh, I think I would rank it uh, PJ1, Batum2, and Rudy3, and it it was tough because I think I'm still prioritizing, like Leif was talking about there, you know, the rebounding, the physicality. It's not that PJ Tucker would be grabbing a a whole ton of rebounds for you, but that's somebody that, you know, you really got to keep off the boards, and if you're trying to go with a smaller lineup, it's almost like fake small if you're going with him because He's small, but he's so wide and, and plays so big that it, it's a pretty good way to balance the line. That's why I've always been for the, the idea of P.J. Tucker. He, he's – I understand that he's more D than three. The up, That's up and down. I think they just got to fix the offense stuff in other positions. Uh, obviously, you know, Batum could do more stuff with the ball in his hands. That's why I struggled there a little bit. But he's so skinny that I, I'm just prioritizing. Like, if I had to pick one, I'm going with the, the beefier guy at this point. And, and – like Rudy Gay's got more of a scoring bag than both of them, but, but you know, the other two guys are more, I think, I think like defensive players where I I don't really buy Rudy Gay as a defensive four at this point, even though I I do appreciate what he brings on offense. I just think, you know, they need the, the, that two-way toughness right now. Maybe I'm just speaking in, you know, (laughs) I'm speaking in cliches, but. No, that's all real. Come
0: on.
1: But, but, but I'll say this about it. Um, I actually think for the regular season, Rudy Gay may be the best of the three for them, but I think PJ is the guy who would play in the tough playoff series. And Batum may be the most skilled of the three, but here's the thing about Batum. I have always heard Batum is soft, okay? He got the money and we saw what happened. And then this year he played better for the Clippers because he's playing for one last contract. I don't want to be the team to give him that contract, (laughs) Uh, I I just, uh, yeah, you know, if he gets the out full, there. Yeah. I, if he gets the full mid level, I don't I don't trust it with PJ. You know exactly what you're getting. I almost feel like with PJ, you could pretty much play him half the regular season and just have him ready for a tough playoff series. And you would be comfortable with it. Um, whereas Rudy gives him a little bit of everything. I will say this. Rudy's the one guy who's always wanted to be here. So I. You know, but that didn't really end up panning out with Oladipo for other reasons. Um, I would go with PJ first for the playoff reason. Rudy Gay is probably the one I would enjoy watching the most in the regular season. All right, we got one more guy to get to and then uh, real quick, we'll go through our stuff uh, and make a pick here. Mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, <coughs> that's where you want to go to make your bets here during the NBA finals. Also, as we go forward into the baseball season and then eventually get into NFL, mybookie.ag has the best live platform. You get your money the quickest. They got all kinds of cool props on there as well. So if you want to make some money betting, again, you can hedge bets at halftime if you got in one direction, start to bet the futures. Get in on the dolphins. Now I still think their numbers a little bit low here. So go to mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, but make sure to get that bonus. Use the code five. That's f I V E at mybookie.ag. The code is five. All right. One guy left. Um, Markeith Morris. Uh, real quick, do you
3: like him? I mean, he doesn't get me super excited and he would not cost the full mid level. So you're talking about maybe even a player you could get with the, with the, um, the biannual exception, you know, like he's coming in for that money. And for that, I do like him. And truthfully from all that I've been able to gather from an Intel perspective, he's definitely a player that, that is on Miami's radar. They've checked in on him. So, um, he could be, as we kind of comb this list, the most realistic of all the options.
1: All right, uh, Alex, let's, I'll start with you the other direction here. Uh, who do you like best? The 10 we talked about. They come out with one guy. I mean, again, I'm assuming full mid-level for most of these oh, guys. That's so hard. Like, like do you making me you pick
2: said... one out of like these 10 guys here? Mm-hmm. Your
1: favorite idea? Oh,
2: my God. Well, look, my favorite idea really is that they can split the mid-level between two of these guys, and that's mm-hmm. what I kind of wanted to hint at there. If you're making me pick one, that's really hard. It's really hard. I just think <sighs> – Maybe just to kind of be safe, and this may be a cowardly choice, I will go with Jermichael Green just because I already know what he's going to bring. He's a little bit younger than P.J. He can play four and five, can play next to Bam, could play off the bench, can shoot the three and defend a little bit. Uh It will kind of – I think it would be him or P.J. I, I want somebody who can play up a little bit, even though I do like a lot of these four options in, in general. I think my ideal situation, like I said, is splitting it up between – Uh, a couple of these guys. I'm not a huge Markeith Morris guy. Spo had Bam guarding him at the three way too much during the finals, and I'll never get over that. But (laughs) really, to me, I just think, ideally, a lot of these guys should be able to be had for around half of the mid-level. I just think a lot of them are not... I don't know. I don't know how many of these guys deserve the full mid-level, in my opinion.
1: I like Jermichael Green as my first option, too, for some of the reasons uh, you talked about. And the biggest, not easy though.
2: It's not an easy choice. It's not
1: easy, but I do think with him, I think there's less of an injury risk because of the age. And I think he's a player that they may be able to mold to actually stick around potentially. Like he just, he feels, he's always felt to be like a heat player to a certain degree. I think there's raw material that they can improve on there. Um, I like that idea rather than bringing in another old guy to plug the spot, which is
3: pretty much again, what they did with Ariza. Uh, Greg yours. So, we are all in agreement. Jamichael J- Green is the guy for me as well.
1: Okay, look at that. So, all, all of us on that, which means that uh, he won't end up being available. All right, make sure you go to therapistpreferred.com, use the promo code B Day Sale for just the next week here. B Day Sale, get 30% off all of their products at therapistpreferred.com, mybookie.ag. Make sure you use that code 5FIV. And of course, everythingtradeshows.com, get that free booth rendering for your trade show. Again, mention Five Reasons. We'll be back later in the week.
0: Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network.